right? And that's what they don't think about. And I don't know if, if they if they even care about if they even care about that because I don't know if 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 I know what's going on and I care about parkour, then I I don't know if I'll do that, right? So I think there's also a, a, a bit of mis misunderstanding or a lack of knowledge in the community about those about those topics. Hi, Louis here. Today on Swapping Shoes, I had the honor to talk with Julian Dutwat. Coming from the majestic Switzerland, Jules is a parkour beast, a fitness freak, and the sports scientist behind the Swiss Parkour Association. So get to know this legend and his endeavors in the parkour universe. This is Swapping Shoes with Julian Dutwat. You're recording the audio already? Um, I'm recording, but if I'm connected with the, with the headphones, uh, oh, it's just it's just recording my voice. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm recording my voice here. Cool, nice. Yeah, yeah. So let's do this. So hello, Julian. Welcome to Swapping Shoes. Thanks. Hello, Louis. How's it going, mate? All good. Thanks. Uh, all good. Perfectly fine. Switzerland is busy as always. A lot to do with work, but pretty fine. Thanks. Nice. And you? Good, good, good. Very good. Nice and warm in Lisbon. End of summer, but. Nice and nice wow, and good good nice. times, really good times. Um, cool. I, I I saw on your Instagram yesterday a post you did with your physique, man. Before we get into all <laughs> the topics, let's talk about this. What the heck? Thanks, man. Yeah, You've been working I've been, hard, huh? Bro, I've been working out for almost twelve years now. Twelve years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started when I was like fourteen years old, and I never quit. I started with just regular home workouts, then going outside, trying out calisthenics. And um, yeah, now I've been more into the gym lately, but during summer I always work out um, outside. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Nice. Uh, and cool. the, so you started fitness before parkour? Uh, I studied sports science, actually. Yeah, I just, um, just finished my master thesis mm -hmm. um, two weeks ago. So, ah, yeah. Nice. Good, congrats, man. Uh, Thanks, so, man. So, but when did you start parkour? How did you get into it? Um, I started parkour in 2008, mm -hmm. I guess. It's my 14th year now. Um, well, how I get into it, um, I guess, like every other dude, I was watching, I was really into, like, agent movies and stunts and all that stuff. And first time I saw... Um, a stunt video or a parkour video online was like 2008, beginning of 2008. Um, Pedro posted the sound of this first uh, of this first video like one week ago, and he said, "Oh, this was the sound he used. Um, uh, this was the sound that um, was put in the first videos that he ever saw and got inspired." And I I texted him and I said, "Yeah, it was exactly the same video I saw when I started parkour." Um, yeah, and I was just trying it out, so I went outside, uh, we had a trampoline at the time, and yeah, I just first started with flipping stuff and going to, to, the, to the pool and trying some flips into the pool, and then yeah, afterwards I started with parkour. Nice, cool. Um, so you said, you said that you've been doing now, um, working out for 12 years and 14 years more or less parkour. You, mm. you, your fitness training right now, you're working out is more like a performance type of training or are you mm. also going for physique, for like a body culture, mm -hmm. culturism, how do you call it, bodybuilding? Um, no, actually, um, it seems like I'm doing some bodybuilding stuff, but it's just a, a side effect that I, that I saw coming up and I was always uh, getting that question, do, are you doing bodybuilding and all that stuff? Um, and I always tell them, no, I'm actually training for power. It's all um, for oh, the support awesome. of, of nice, doing nice. my parkour. So, yeah, I actually do a lot of plyometric stuff and um, explosive, explosiveness on, on bars. That's also why I train a lot with my body weight as well. Um, just because I'm a heavy dude, I need to strengthen my legs um, all the time because otherwise I get injured. and information nice. and all that stuff yeah how heavy are you now i'm currently 
88 kilos, I think. And how tall? Yeah. I'm one meter ninety. Oh, oof! Your your feet, um, motherfucker. I'm, <laughs> that's I'm good. Big, yeah. Yeah, well, that's yeah good. it's good, but not so good for parkour. Actually, I think it's yeah. it's a little bit too tall. Yeah. Did you have a periods of times where you were uh, like uh, lighter, like thinner? Yeah, like three years. In the last three years, I gained like 15 kilos of lean muscle mass. Yeah, I don't know why. I I think I started getting more hungry, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, I built some muscle. One second, I think. Oh no, I think it's okay. They're cleaning the room. Yeah, I can see. Now. Okay. No. Okay. Perfect. Cool. Um, and uh, do do you see the the difference? Do you prefer now with a little bit more like lean muscles, a little bit heavier, or you you liked more when you were lighter and a little mm. bit less muscular? I think last year I was like in the beginning of this year I was 95 kilos and I was definitely too heavy for me. I um, felt it during doing jumps. It was so heavy on the legs as well. I started getting uh, patellar tendonitis as well. Again, um, I managed to, yeah, to get a, uh, get rid of it for three years, and now it came back in the beginning of, of the year. So I tried to lose some weight, and now actually I, I feel really comfortable with my strength and my my weight is is like a good balance at the moment. But I think I could lose maybe three to four kilos more and it would be it would be better or more beneficial it's so hard no? <laughs> for you because yeah. you, you almost don't have anybody like fat yeah actually i don't have a uh, i don't have a lot of fat at the moment but um my legs are also in comparison to my upper body my legs are so thin i wish they are they were like more stable and more more bulky because yeah i don't know i think it's i have too much weight on the on the upper part and yeah i have long yeah, legs as well genetic yes that's genetics that's true <laughs> yeah. uh, you you don't skip the legs days do you no no actually i don't um but it's it's really hard to combine that in into my workout plan because if i do leg days i i get sore so fast and um yeah i train two to three times parkour uh, per week so if i'm sore i can't train um I did. I did that last Friday. I I um, I was having a really hard leg day, and the day after I was in a speed competition, and afterwards there was like a, a small jam, and my legs were getting cramped and stuff. And I tried a, a really high wall flip. I wanted to try like I wanted to film one for for yeah for Instagram, and I pulled a lot of force in it, and then my hamstring snapped. Ah, uh, no, really. So yeah. So you stopped now. So. Yeah, like I'm stopped now for yeah since since one and a half weeks, and I guess it will take another one to two weeks. Oh. I can walk again now, but yeah, that's when when the the, the workload is too high and you don't yeah. you don't wait enough. Then yeah, shit happens. Oh, sorry, man. Sorry, that's all good. But it's gonna get better soon for sure. Of course. Uh, uh, you you're at work now. Do you work only with parkour? Or do you do something else? Um, I work uh, 60, my, like 60% of my workload is for the Swiss Parkour Association. So mm -hmm. it's actually a pretty high percentage. And I think I'm, I'm the only one in Switzerland that works that much just for parkour. Um, and 40% I work um, in this office right here. Um, I built up uh, movement analysis um, as a result of my sports science background. I started... Um, this uh, what's it called? Like this small part in a in a company in an orthopedics company, and I analyze movement. Yeah. Oh, nice! You like it? I like it a lot. Yeah, man. It's so it's so cool to have to have people here uh, that are doing also a lot of different sports with uh, different injuries, different um, issues, and yeah, you you analyze the movement and help them, um, yeah, work on their stability and stuff. That's very so that's cool. Really cool. They have yeah. some people. Um, they have some parkour people coming to you already, or not yet? Um, actually, not yet. But um, I, I did some commercials and stuff for uh, for this whole program that I'm doing because I mm -hmm. really like to analyze jumps as well. Yeah. Um, because it's it's a lot of technique involved in, in in parkour, like in jumps in general, 
and the, the load and the force that is put into your body is so big. Um, that's why a lot of people have knee issues. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I, re- I would really like to have more parkour people here, but it's also, yeah. it's kind of it's expensive as well because it's, yeah. yeah. Switzerland. It takes a lot of work. Yeah, Switzerland, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. So, uh, Switzerland is a very old school uh, sport, uh, uh, country for parkour. It has this very old lineage of parkourists. Mm-hmm. You know, you have road parkour mm-hmm. family, you have uh, the guys from Geneva and stuff like that. Then you will have organizations sure. and events and teams. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, what is this thing? What is this drive that Switzerland has? This readiness? What it, what is different between Switzerland and other places in the world? What would you reckon? I'd say it's small. <laughs> it's small. We are all so near together, um, and the community is really strong here in Switzerland. Um, like when I got into parkour, it was the, the community was quite small at that time. From 2008 to 2016, it started to gain more and more people. And also we had like these yearly um, big events like World Parkour Family um, Camp and as well as the Swiss Jam was also a thing back in the days. And that's when when the community came together and started training. And there were also some gyms that were um, offering um, open trainings um, once, once in a week. And yeah, a lot of people went there and it's yeah, put the community more together. Yeah. And Parkour One also. I'm we- I just realized I'm wearing their t shirt. But Parkour yeah, One Parkour is one. massive, right? It's crazy. It's it's yeah. it's huge, yeah. yeah. It's amazing. I think we don't even realize it's not even out there so much out there in the roads the, the, the strength that Parkour One has. Um both in in their own school, but also because of Atrefort and because mm-hmm. it's in different countries, you know, so it's very, mm-hmm. very massive. Yeah, and also Parkour One started to get more into connection with, uh, with the rest of the, of the Swiss parkour community. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Also Ramon Sigenthaler, he was one of the guys who was pushing that a little bit into this direction, which is really cool to see, yeah, so. Yeah, such a small country and so many small sub teams. You have Some like teams. you guys there. Uh, you're you you from Arau. I met you. In yeah, Arau. exactly. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, then you have the people from Zurich, and then you have the people from mm-hmm. Basel. You have the people from Geneva. You have the people from uh, Munzingen. What is the name of the city? Yeah, Munzingen. Yeah, that's Munzingen? that's where Parkour One is like. Yeah. The, the base of the, the yeah students. burn. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it still very connected? Is a community is the community strong in Switzerland? Ooh, yeah, it got strong. Like there was like at that time um, from 2016 to 2019, where a lot of old old school parkourists were, yeah, were quitting because yeah, they they got into other things in life, and then the whole drive was like a little bit slowed down. There were still some few people that were uh, keep doing parkour, but like the community aspect was was a little bit decreasing. But um, from 2018, 2019 upwards, um, yeah, as we built the Swiss Parkour Association, uh, the whole community was put together again and the drive was back. And yeah, since then the community is, is really is growing a lot. And um, yeah, we're building bigger and better organization and structures in Switzerland. So that's that's really cool to see. That's very cool. So, well, well, you already mentioned about the Swiss Parkour Association. It's association, not federation, right? Exactly. It's Swiss Parkour Association, SPK, and, uh, short. Yeah. How did it come to be? Uh, who, is, who, is the, 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 who are the minds behind it? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the work that has been doing recently? I had to look at the, the, first, uh, at the first board meeting again to see what happened. Um, as a preparation for, for this talk now. Um, SPGA was actually founded in 2018, um, kind of like a direct action or response to FIG taking uh, parkour into, um, into their association. So uh, one, one guy from Parkour Lucerne, I don't know if you have been to Lucerne, there's no, also a big parkour, big parkour park, Grandstand Park is the name. Um, he was um, 
he saw that coming and he was always really into into the community and he was also a really important head in organizational stuff um, also back in the days and he saw that uh, FIG was taking over parkour and he saw that also in within or regarding sports politics it's really necessary to have like an official um, organization or association mm-hmm. as a voice right as yeah. a as a private person you're not able to to do anything yeah. exactly um, so that's why he founded it in 2018 what is his and name? his name is Rafael Biker yeah Rafael Biker it's not a weird yeah. name to me I think I have to so if I see his face I will remember thank you Rafael yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I I thank my I, I have so many um, things nowadays just because of him he mm-hmm. made so much possible for me also my work now um, it's really cool and he put he put so much effort into it and not getting paid like he built this up over so many years and he's uh, yeah big respect to him yeah props um, yeah then we started that and in the beginning there was just one board member that was that was just him and he started that uh, in, in I think in 2019 um, we we collected more people and um, put more people into the association to start working on some some different stuff like structural stuff um, organizational and administrational stuff we built that up and it was like a process in the beginning we were just finding out what can we do with this parkour association was this possible we had a look into other national associations what are they doing and what can we learn from them and then um, yeah, we founded the Swiss Parkour Tour. That was like the first event ah. series in 2019. And I heard it was about it. like Really? Yeah, of course. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's that was like the first big project that we we put into. It's still going, right? You had this this year too. Yeah, we had it this year, yeah. Um it was quite big actually. Um this year we had I don't know exactly, but I think seven or eight events during yeah, autumn to fall now. Uh, in, in one, I think in, in two weeks is the last, is the final in Overground in Basel. Ah, okay, nice. Uh, oh, yeah. weird. And it, it's actually like a little bit of gossip. Is Chris involved with the Swiss Parkour Association? Man, <laughs> yeah, he is. He actually is. He's like, he's like really open to everything that... Yeah. Um, he is, he is into the Swiss Parkour Association, of course. He is, he is uh, helping us with organizing the events, um, especially it's the, now the last one uh, in Basel. Um, but he's like, like not really fixed and he's not uh, that person that you can... Oh, like he's not putting in that much work for us. Yeah. And what other type of works are you guys doing uh, in the... In the association, like, do you have a coaching certificate? Uh, mm-hmm. Do you have some uh, help on how to open parkour parks or gyms? Is, what else? Are you yeah, um, at the moment we have like two main parts that we are working on because we are not that many people. We are eight people now in the association, like in the in the main board, and um, I don't know. Um, if this structure also exists in other countries, but in, in Switzerland, it's like typical in every sport, you have a national association and then you have like um, national organizations like teams, right? And they are, they are member of the, of the association. And in Switzerland, we have like the most of the teams um, in, in like parkour teams are, are members of, uh, of SPK. And um, in 2018, um, we signed parkour into the governing sports system. Like oh, and is it now? It, it is now. It is, yeah. It was accepted in 2019. Um, that's when the first few, um, it were like five different sports that were integrated newly into the, um, into the sports system. It's called uh, Youth and Sports, mm-hmm. right? It's, uh, it's national and it's, it's um, also organized by the government. And they are also putting subventions like money into the associations that are um, organizing all that stuff. Ah, nice, good. So you get already some funding from the government. Yeah, exactly. That's actually That's a really, great. really good system that we have in Switzerland. 
Oh wait, but uh, parkour is also a sport with fig in gymnastics uh, in Switzerland, right? You have a, a, yeah. a parkour team in the gymnastics federation. How is this yeah. working? Um, that was like when they started. Like FIG put this first uh, World Cups into, in, like they they built that up, and when this was getting official, they had to start. Um, they had to start putting that into their national, uh, on the national level. Like in every in every country that has a, a national gymnastics association, they are forced to bring in parkour now. And uh. that was in Switzerland also the case. So that's why in 2019 they also applied to be um, the, the responsible association for parkour uh, within youth and sports. So they put also um, a contract in the government. So the government had to choose who is now responsible for parkour in Switzerland. So they had to choose between FIG, like it's called STV, Swiss Gymnastic uh, Association in Switzerland, and SPK. So there was like a big discussion between those two associations and it still is. Um, but the government decided um, because we are having like the, the parkour knowledge and most of the parkour teams at the moment that we have in our association, they decided that we are the responsible now for, oh. for parkour. Yeah. Nice. That's, That's really cool. Great. Yeah. Yes. It was a it was a big milestone for us because um, it was really important also with uh, with future projects as well to um, to be able to have a to have a voice on on the governing level, right? Yeah. And um, first of all, they were really skeptical with us in the beginning because they thought, ah, oh, it's such a small and unorganized organization. There, mm-hmm. um, this association might might not be able to to create a whole system in Switzerland for for parkour teachers and all that stuff. And then um, I became like the responsible for the whole um, coaching aspect in Switzerland, uh, in youth and sports. And yeah, then I we wrote uh, in a team, also in cooperation with the Swiss Gymnastics Association, uh, we wrote a, a book that is um, now published and also uh, we are using this as a, a learning learning book for, for the education. And they are really, really happy with us right now. Cool, so nice, good. That's very good. Well, yeah. It's, it's the way that things should go. And also, they have to... The, the SPK, SPK, SPKA, yeah. right? SPKA. SP, SPK, 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 <laughs> SPK. SPK, yeah. yeah. Uh, it has to start somewhere, right? It's, sure. it's unfair. It's unfair that uh, you don't even get a chance to start and it's already been given to the gym. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, it's a new sport and you already have people like you and teams that are uh, willing to cooperate with you. So it's great that Switzerland, of course, of all countries, Switzerland had to be the one doing these type of decisions. <laughs> Not a big surprise. <laughs> I am happy True. though. <laughs> I have yeah. to say that I'm happy about it. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, I hope you guys are going to do a lot of... A lot yeah, it's really cool. And it's and also... Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes. No, you, you, you. Uh, it's 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 also it's also the the main focus of of the government, like from youth and sports is youth and sports, right? And parkour is such a young young sport, and because of that, it has to be organized by young people. Like Swiss gym, the Swiss Gymnastics Association, is so it's like the biggest association in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. All over over one million, or I think close to one million children. Are in the association. Oh my we God. are we we are having like nine million people in Switzerland. So yeah. every ninth kid is in in uh, in the association of gymnasts, and yeah. because it's so big, it's also it has a lot of knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. Because they are they are having this uh, this association since I don't know how for how long. They have a lot of knowledge, but they are really slow. So if they want to invent something new, which is growing fast, and they have to be really flexible with stuff it's really hard for them right and yeah, that's yeah. that's what we could that's what we could bring we were so fast with everything fast decision making and all that stuff so yeah yeah uh, it would be a shame also because uh, like the gymnastics federation is actually one of the the, the road fig is i think it's older than the olympic committee is like mm-hmm. one of the biggest sports associations in the whole world, in the whole world and yeah. um 
it, it would be a shame that it just goes all to their hands and they get to decide the future of parkour. And it's so much easier for them to just snap their fingers and get it, you know? Mm -hmm. It's nice that we mm -hmm. have peoples and people in countries like Switzerland or Finland that I already talked to Panda that are working hard to create the sovereign parkour associations and federations. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good job, man. And, and with this, with this, you have like a, a massive advance anyway of the, the, the Swiss gymnastics with parkour because I see mm -hmm. one of my favorite athletes in the world, which is Cario, is going to compete in FIG events. And it True. breaks my heart to see that. And True also that, Chris, man. which is one of my oldest parkour buddies. I know I've, I've worked with him, I traveled with him like mm -hmm. for over a decade. You know, mm -hmm. and I have so much respect for everything that he's done for parkour, and he's uh, one of the most yeah. uh, regular yeah. um, parkour athletes on gymnastics events. Is it mm -hmm. bringing any type of division inside of the community? Is there any sort of mm -hmm. like uncomfortableness, awkwardness? Uh, um, actually, I spoke to Karil as well, like one year ago, and I explained him the whole situation because there is a lot more behind that most of the people can see. Like if a, a, a good athlete from Switzerland, like Chris Harmont, he, he has won some titles, he has a name already, uh, Karil as well. If they are going to the FIG now, that will bring, that, like if, if, they, if, if the theme comes up and the decision has to be done, who, which association has the best athletes of Switzerland in their association and like the, two or three good athletes are in the association, they already have like a, yeah. an argument, right? And that's what they don't think about. And I don't know if, if, they, if they even care about, if they even care about that, because I don't know, if, if, if I know what's going on and I care about parkour, then I, I don't know if I'll do that, right? Yeah. So I think there's also a, a, a bit of mis, misunderstanding or a lack of knowledge in the community about those about those topics and which are of course a lot of this these things are happening on a sports politic level which is hard to understand but um yeah i don't know in 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 the community itself it i don't think that it brings a lot of uh, a lot of division or conflicts it's more it's more about it separates like a little bit during jams or stuff, it doesn't matter. Like if you do parkour, you do parkour. It doesn't matter. I don't know. I'm I'm still gonna train with Karel if if I meet him at a jam. I don't know. I don't care if he's doing FIG events. But um, yeah, if it comes if it comes to work like um, for SPK or or something like this, I I always I always wished that those people would see a little bit behind the behind the scenes and um, would have yeah. Yeah, would have joined us as well. Yeah, I don't know. It is, it is, it is, it is difficult. I I talked to Karyo too when I first saw it. And I was like, "Come on, bro, mm -hmm. what, the, what the fuck are you from all people?" Also, I would never expect. And like mm -hmm. even Chris, I understand him going because he kind of fits to the group of people. True, going. true. Yeah, but uh, Karyo was really surprising, and he gave me the argument that most part of the people do, which is. Um, is a chance for their career to make money of to be course, part of a yeah, team, yeah. and it's really hard to. It's hard, but that's also a point that that Parkour Earth, for example, has to has to work on. We have to give them the op uh, the, the this option too, right? We should yeah. we should also bring up like an, an international um, an international competition system. For example, yeah. we could we could take the system from Sport Parkour League, which was such a crazy beautiful. big event, yeah. beautiful event with skill, speed, and freestyle, and put this into a, into a concept and give it to all the national yes. associations. Sports Parkour League be... could be happening everywhere. We have enough yeah. teams in Europe also True. to organize the the European Sports Parkour mm -hmm. uh, League event. And then we have a global one, and then we are yeah. able to actually have sponsorship and pay athletes to go exactly, compute, exactly. compete. But it's a thing that takes time, unfortunately, and it's it going to happen. Time. But it takes time, and mm. more important than time, it's, it takes a lot of sacrifice from people sure. who are very passionate about parkour to understand sure. that unfortunately is a little bit too early for them mm. to take the. You can take the easy way always and just say, okay, I'm gonna 
give my soul to fig and because I need money. And I understand that completely because I've also had to do decisions of my life in mm -hmm. parkour. Uh, but it's it, it, like the what I believe to be the best option is to understand also that you have to make some sacrifices in order to uh, in 10 or 20 years that we have athletes who actually have the chance to do this. And then Cario mm -hmm. and, and Chris and all the other uh, parkour athletes going to FIG events, they are going to yeah. be part of the people, the teams that is organizing and creating yeah. in a different way, you know? Yeah, true. Uh, it's, it's a hard topic, but uh, yeah, I, I want to stay neutral with, uh, <laughs> with FIG and SCB because we are actually working pretty well together. Like um, when it comes to parkour and um, like teaching parkour, it works pretty well because the people that are, um, that are working for, for, for the Swiss Gymnastics Association, they are also parkourists. They are also training in their team. They're mm -hmm. just like Karel and, and Chris um, teaching parkour like the real way. What, it, what I have a problem with teams that are just training for speed, like with kids, it's all about just the speed competition. That's, that's, yeah. that, then, then you lose all the values that parkour provides, right? Yeah, that's but isn't it, isn't it giving it away also to the Gymnastics Federation, like working with them to, to give them the, the, the teaching, uh, teaching formats, at, yeah. Mm -hmm. Aren't you afraid yeah, that uh, I, you're, you're, you're giving them all the tools and resources? No, and, actually, and now we are giving them just uh, the tools uh, on, on youth and sports level, right? So mm -hmm. all the, the people from, from the, the Gymnastics Association, they are able to also do like a, a certificate in youth and sports. Mm -hmm. And actually, we are pretty happy that we can learn them and teach them how to live parkour, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because if you put parkour in a sports system, it's it has its regulations, and you have to be, you have to be really yeah systematic. And parkour isn't uh, isn't at all. It's n it's not about that, right? It has to mm -hmm. be free as as free as possible, mm -hmm. and um, that's what we put into the system. We are we are we ensured that the this formation has all its values of parkour in it, um, and yeah. The way we we live and we we train parkour, we put that into into this uh, formation system, and yeah. that's actually a good point. But um, yeah, if yeah. if as if the gym, gymnastics association starts to to um, teach their their kids just about for 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 the competitions, it doesn't have anything to do with parkour anymore, right? Yeah. Yeah, I understand. That's my that's my point of view. Yeah, it's also is a little bit a little bit of politics. Is a way that you also get the mm -hmm. the power with the with the youth and sports federation mm -hmm. of of Switzerland. I I'm supposing. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, let's hope for the best. I hope everything is gonna gonna be work out in the best way possible. And what, what are the plans now for Swiss Parkour, for the Swiss Parkour Association? What are you working for the next few years? Yeah, we have a lot of plans. We, mm -hmm. Regarding the Swiss Parkour Tour, um, we want to we wanna make it bigger next year because, um, as we said, the Swiss Gymnastics Association, they are also coming up with, uh, with big events and we want to stand and hold our, our, um, hold our stand in yeah, regards of that um, yeah that's one one big challenge um, to host like not seven seven jams or seven competitions again but we want to do um, two big events like the first event will be like same like the format of for the love of movement like um, Friday to to Sunday or Monday um, with also sleepover options for for all the all the people that are joining mm -hmm. So it will be like a huge jam, uh, also open to everyone who wants to watch uh, us jam. And the, the second big event um, will be like a, a competition uh, weekend, also from Friday to, to Sunday with, yeah, kind of like the same as Sports Parkour League. Like these two, these two events are, are on the list, yeah. And um, yeah. In regards of, of youth and sports and the certificate system, um, we are forced to bring up new levels, like you have more levels 
on on the list so we are we have to do a level two for everyone who did uh, the basic course this year has the option to do um, level two next year and then the year after will be level three and afterwards you can be like a parkour expert and um, then you are in a position of teaching teachers right like you're you're ah, able to nice. um, form new teachers exactly so these are like the two main projects and also we want to work together more with parkour earth and um, yeah build up this this um, competition uh, this competition uh, format like internationally that would yeah. be would be really cool yeah it would be great sports parkour league if any of you guys are listening to this come on work with us let's bring it to yeah. europe let's make something massive out of it you know i think that parkour earth and sports parkour league can actually really coexist mm-hmm, of course you know they can be part of the same thing and it would be the ideal mm-hmm. uh, actually the the organizer of sports parkour league which who was uh, on on the store podcast with callum um he talked about that and he also said we we can reach out to him um to get more oh, information really? about um, about sports park league yeah because it's also in his interest so that, oh, that sick. Be... i didn't hear this one it was a uh, rene rene skevington uh, no rene oh yeah 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 rene skevington oh, sick. Yeah, exactly. nice oh wow that's that's great news i have to listen to it i'm quite sure that the guys are busy already with it like uh, hedge yeah, hedge and so. damien anyways mm-hmm. let's go for sketch questions i'm gonna ask you some stuff you tell me First of all, what all are right. you what are you playing on Spotify right now? If you press play, what would go on? Oh, um, I play uh, hip hop artists like uh, Kwam E. I don't know if you know him. He's a German rapper. All right. Uh, it's called Real Rap. No, no, you can leave your phone. I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna perfect. put it playing in the background. Real here. Real Rap. Cool. It's called. For how much money would com- would you compete in a fake competition? Um, no money, no money at all. <laughs> Never will, bro. Never. <laughs> And uh, if you could choose one skill to have something amazing, like, mm-hmm. like from now on, you are the best in the road at it for sure. Okay. What would it be? Um, do Kong gainers as casual as Kong Pre's. <laughs> like Kong gainer, like Kong gainer pre everything that I see. Like I could Kong vault, I could also Kong gainer. Kong oh, gainer imagine! Pre. Wow, imagine yeah, if you could Kong gainer every Kong pre. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Wow. And now I'm gonna give you two options, and you're gonna pick uh, the one that okay. suits more your taste. Okay, let's do it. So, as you're a Swiss man, uh, cheese or chocolate? <laughs> Fuck! Oh man, cheese. Pizza or pasta? Pasta. Beach or mountains? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Without mountains, there's no skiing, right? Yeah. Without beach, there's no no surfing. I would go. <laughs> I would go with beaches. <laughs> the the mind of a sports guy. Yeah, man. <laughs> People would be thinking about the sun and the snow and the cold and mm, the landscape. Yeah, yeah, the snow. You're thinking about yeah. ski and skiing. It's the beauty, so. man. Yeah. <laughs> Front flips or back flips? Front flips. David Bell. Or Sebastian Fulcan. Sebastian. Guitar Fulcan. or drums. A guitar. Oh, so much. Uh, yeah. In, uh, I like I like guitar. Yeah, I saw you playing sometimes in your stories, right? Ah, I, I don't actually post. No? I play, but I, then I never post. I'm not that good. Yeah, I think I saw some some of your tries, right, when you started. <laughs> Uh, no, I started when I was a kid. It, I just I sound oh, that really? bad. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no! It wasn't meant like that. Sorry, bro. <laughs> maybe, maybe I was also mixing it up with someone else. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, parkour or free running? Parkour. Parkourist or tracer? 
Parkourist. Gymnastics or martial arts? Um, martial arts. Daniel Rilapaka or Oleg Vorslav? For me, it's, it's Danny. It's Danny, man. Daniel Rilapaka. Danny. Yeah, man. It's Danny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you very it's much. It's Danny. Thank you. You are from 2008. No it's the golden, golden era of Daniel Rilapaka. It's the golden era. That's true. And he lives in Switzerland as well. Oh, man. yeah. Of course. And what you gonna what you up to today? You finish with work? Yeah, I I worked the whole day. Uh, had some some clients, and um, yeah, after podcast I'll drive home. I have like forty five minutes. Mm -hmm. um, I work two times, two times per week. I work here, so I have to drive back home, and then I think I'm just gonna chill because tomorrow I'm gonna give some parkour workshops. Ah, nice. Yeah. Very very cool. And if you, if you could give uh, an advice for anyone keen to start uh, their parkour associations, federations in their local, in the lo locations, the localities, I don't know what to say. Mm -hmm. um, what would you say for this guy in uh, Sri Lanka who loves parkour and doesn't want uh, gymnastics Sri Lanka to take over our sport? What is the advice? In Sri, what? Sri Lanka? In Sri? Uh, in Sri Lanka. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I would say um, everything starts with uh, with just finding out, like like we did bef uh, before. Just uh, get your friends together and um, train as often as as possible. Have fun with it, and um, yeah, if you're good enough, uh, teach your your parkour to new new kids. Yeah, and bring bring them the your motivation for the sport. Okay. Nice. And to start the the association, the federation, what would it be? Oh, oh to start the association, um, like the same. <laughs> find out first of all. Find out um, what's what's the the official way in your in your country to build an association, and then maybe have a look into other associations that are already existing and uh, maybe get in, co in contact with them and get some help from them as well because yeah they ha already have all the knowledge they have already done that and afterwards sign sign it up actually it's it's always the same like building an association is, is the same as building an organization and then uh, find some parkour lovers parkour enthusiasts and uh, yeah start working nice thank you very much Julian that's a Pleasure Thank having you here. Um, I Thank hope to see you so soon, much. sometime, somewhere, in some jam around the road. Yeah, it would be cool. It would be really cool. We can be in touch then. Are you, gonna, are you going to Etrefort or Parkour 1 in, uh, in the future? Because I, I think I, I saw you last time on, on an event of yeah. Parkour 1, could that be? Yeah. Um, in Münzingen? Uh, should we keep? Should we leave a, a small secret here on swapping shoes for those? Yeah. You know, after Fort is ending in the end of this year. Oh, it's it's ending. It's ending. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I I I thought about that too. They they already they also like stopped supporting parking. Yeah. Right? They were more getting into like general um, things. Other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, something. the thing is. Um, uh, I, I, I love them very much and I love mm -hmm, the way mm -hmm. they work and their values and their mission and I hope very much mm -hmm. to, to work, collaborate, be with them because they are really nice people. Um, I hope mm -hmm. it's not going to make it harder for projects to be done without the brand and that parkour one is going to mm -hmm. stand strong and keep on going. Uh, Mm -hmm. And yeah, but yeah, I probably, I probably, like I was supposed to go to this um, the last event that they had. What was the name? Um, um, last one was, that was in Bern actually. Um, uh, everyone, yes, everyone, everyone exactly. Yeah, it was in the same date as Art of Motion. I remember that. Oh, really? Yeah. They invited me to come, but I couldn't because I had already said yes to Art of Motion. But then I couldn't go to Art of Motion also because I had mm. another job in the meantime. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. So Yeah, easy. but it, it, it's, I, I hope 
to work with them and to be with them and to go to Switzerland because I love the country, mm -hmm. I love the community, and I love th these guys. They are great, great people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Awesome. Yeah, maybe I wanna I wanna come to to Portugal as well. Um, I said that two years ago already, <laughs> but um, right now it's it's really hard with uh, with work. But um, I'll manage. I'll manage. Is it? Yeah, yeah, man. It's getting it's getting harder all the time. <laughs> but is it is it also warm in Portugal? Uh, in during winter? Yes, people come here uh, like in February. There's always this. Uh, informal jams. Look, now is right now mm -hmm. is 27 degrees. What? Yeah, it's really nice. <laughs> oh, crazy. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think that was too hot. Um, crazy. And, uh, and the oh, forecast cool. is just sun for the rest of the week. Wow. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah. I'd love to visit chaos, man. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a chaos to be in chaos right now. You get kicked out of there really? very easily and... Oh, no. Yeah. That I understand a little bit of the hostility, but I, it, like in the last two years, things got so much worse. If I go training there alone, it's yeah. kind of alright. But if three people are there already, they kick us out. Mm. They call the police. Oh really? And they are rude. Yeah, they fine. use like water to kick you, kick you out to wet the really? spot. Really? Yeah. Um, but Crazy. like there was a lot of, sorry, a lot of mess. Like the last time. In this February, a lot of parkour people from all over the world came here, and uh, some guys yeah. broke on something else again in the spot. And it's actually it is a uh, private place, it's private property. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, okay. Uh, yeah, it, I think it's it's something that's gonna get better. It's gonna get mm -hmm. better more than it's gonna get worse, but it's it's gonna okay. take a while, you know, because now it's still managed by some really grumpy old people who do not understand that we are not there to harm and they do not want to find a middle ground, a compromise in which, for example, yeah. we as a community, as association or anything, we, mm -hmm. we sign a paper that anything that we break, we fix it, we're going to pay for it. Yeah. yeah and that yeah, we're going to yeah. organize events and things there and then mm -hmm. we're going to pay them so they get some money. It's something that can be done, you know, uh, it just takes time. Yeah, takes of course. Time. Yeah, and it yeah, will probably yeah. happen. But when you come here, we're gonna visit. Cool. We're gonna stay there until the police comes. Okay, <laughs> that's the deal. In and out. That's Perfect. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Let's do that. Have a great evening, bro. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you so much as well for having yes. me. That that was really really cool. Thanks for listening, thank you for joining, I hope you have enjoyed. You know from this conversation I realized that there is a, already a very strong presence of the Gymnastics Federation in the parkour committee. Uh, in Belgium, for example, the gym fed in the, the Flemish, the Dutch part of, of Belgium, the Gymnastics Federation is already very connected with the parkour community and even though they don't have any athletes going to the few competitions coming from that region of Belgium still uh, they already have their coaching certificate that is provided by you know like by the guys we could never expect to and that are actually completely uh, backed up by parkour community and I feel really sad because this is this feels like this was the only way to go for a lot of people and people were just like learning to do this. It's not like it's not like they had a chance to think if this was right or wrong or if there would be another alternative. Um, another alternative, by the way, is, uh, is very redundant, right? Because if it's uh, an alternative, it's another already. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's not like these people had the chance, our, our community had the chance to, to think, or not even the chance, actually. Not, our community and our sport didn't even have the time to achieve something before being robbed, because that's what is happening. And 
um, I feel like this is it's just it's just sad that it turns out that parkour is becoming gymnastics. If you if you don't think this way, this tragic way that I'm doing, I just encourage you to look on look up on Google, do a Google search right now with the word parkour. And then you see what are the first pages coming up. And I would also encourage you to type the name of some athletes, like for example, Alice Toho, which is an upcoming beast. And you see also which pages are coming up. So yeah, that was a little bit of a, just me, my opinion, nothing to do with Julian. Just, just wanted to share a little bit of my thoughts. And because men, I'm this men and women, guys this this upsets me very much and um i i know that parkour is forever going to be the our parkour on the street but on the other hand we are losing the we're not losing we're giving the potential to a completely different federation who does not understand us and we're just giving them the opportunity of uh, profiting a lot from our passion and all we created in the last 30 years. Well, you can go and check Julian on his Instagram and Parkworth and myself if you'd like to. And I hope to see you soon on the next episode. Oh, this is the fifth one, Raul. <laughs> nice. Oh my God. Great. Thank you for joining me on this journey. I hope to keep on doing it. Next stop, 100. Until there, train safe and PK for life.